Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. I think it's true to say, Colin, that when you sit down with your Bible and you pray, you always have a pen in your hand. And My Dear Son was a book of, of messages, really letters almost, that you received from God a little while ago. Yes, and even when I read them, they still speak to me because they are the voice of God. But not only to me, but for all those to whom the Lord was speaking. He was speaking to all of his children, all his sons, daughters. And the first passage we're going to read today is based on the scripture, Love is patient, love is kind. My child, I am not demanding. See how patient I have been with you. Waiting for your love for me to rise up like a flame in your heart. I have seen you through times when your love had grown cold. You had drifted back to your own ways instead of walking in mine. I have forgiven you and watched my love being rekindled in your heart. You have fallen in love with me all over again. Your desire for prayer is restored. Your excitement with my word returns and you long to be of service to me. Then the flesh makes its demands on you and all too often you have compromised your love for me, haven't you? There have been times when you have justified your actions, claiming they are consistent with my love, yet your need to justify what you have done points to the fact that you are far from convinced yourself about the rightness of your actions. Again, I have waited patiently as you work through these internal conflicts and come back to a wholehearted submission to my will. You see, child, however you treat me does not affect my love for you. My love is expressed in kindness as well as patience. I want to see in you the same consistency of love for me as I have for you a love that is manifested in practical obedience to my word and the leading of my Holy Spirit, a love that is patient with others as I am with you, a love that is kind and generous towards others because this is how I treat you. See how gentle I am with you. The greatest times of fulfillment in your life are when you live in loving obedience to me, when you love others as I love you. Such times you have a sense of peace and well-being, knowing you are one with me and have pleased me. And that is more precious than anything else, isn't it? So don't allow other things to intrude, destroying your peace and causing you to compromise your love for me. That is good advice, isn't it, child? the nature of my love. The scripture, love does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. Beloved child, 
If you realize the wonder of my love for you and the full extent of the inheritance I have given you, there will be no cause for you to envy anyone else. I love you. Because I can do nothing imperfectly, I love you with a perfect love in the same way that I love Jesus. There can be no one in heaven or on earth whom I love more than you. This is the truth which has nothing to do with feelings. Sometimes you think I must love others more because you see the ways in which I bless them, answer their prayers, heal and anoint them for service. You admire their boldness of faith and their air of confidence. You wonder that others should apparently enjoy such a wonderful relationship with me and find it so easy to hear my voice. Listen, child. I don't love them any more than I love you. It is true that some believe and trust in my love more than you. This is why I am able to use them in the way I do. However, they don't hinder you in your faith. You would fare much better by looking to me rather than concentrating on others and being envious of them. The more you trust in my love, the more qualities you admire in others, and these qualities shall be expressed in your own life. And I want you to be pleased about the way you see my life expressed in others. Be thankful for their love and faithfulness. Let them be an example to you. Also, you are to heed this warning. What my Spirit does in others does not give them any right to boast. If they become proud, I stop using them in the same ways. It is only those who continue to be humble, giving me all the glory that I will use in greater ways. Remember what Jesus said. Everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. Beloved, you will find that those I have effectively used are not those who claim the highest place for themselves. They would prefer a lower place. But I have raised them up because of their simple trust in my love. They don't seek glory for themselves. They want to add glory to my name. You are improving. And the scripture, love is not rude, it is not self-seeking, it, it is not easily angered. There are some things, beloved, that conceal rather than reveal my love. Rudeness is one of them. My love is gentle, gracious, and strong. In Jesus it was expressed together with great authority, yet never rudeness. He spoke at times with obvious anger and disappointment. But his anger was not an unrighteous response to events. He was expressing my righteous indignation. He warned the Pharisees and other religious leaders that they were in danger of cursing themselves because of their opposition to him in the way they tried to prevent others receiving the gift of my kingdom. 
He cleansed the temple precincts of the traders and money changers with the words, It is written, My house will be called a house of prayer, but you are making it a den of robbers. These were actions prompted by love. Love for my people to whom the gospel has been given. Love for me and the place I had set aside for my presence among my people. Jesus was not easily angered, but he did express my righteous wrath when necessary. He was angry with sin because sin makes me angry. You can be thankful, beloved, that my anger lasts only for a moment, my favor for a lifetime. To the disciples, Jesus said, O oh, unbelieving and perverse generation, how much longer must I be with you? When Peter allowed himself to be a mouthpiece for the enemy, he said, Get behind me, Satan, you are on the side of the enemy, not of God. All these were words coming from a heart of love. He was concerned that the disciples always acted with faith, that Peter should never disagree with his words. The question you need to ask yourself, beloved, is this. When you are angry, is this a sinful reaction to events? Or do you have the honor of my name at heart? Is there a good, righteous cause for your anger? When others are rude to you, don't retaliate in kind. Be loving and gracious. Don't allow your reactions to be prompted by selfish motives. Sometimes you are angry because you can't have your own way or your plans have been interrupted. You have been angry with me because the requirements of my love have impinged on your own selfish desires. Be encouraged, beloved. See how different you are now compared with the way you used to react before you knew me. My spirit has certainly been working within you, hasn't he? There is not so much rudeness, self-seeking, or anger as there used to be, is there? You see, you are making progress. Good. Father, we thank you that you have sent your Holy Spirit of love to live within us. And the qualities of that love are to be reproduced and expressed in us. Thank you that we don't need to envy others, to boast or to be proud and arrogant. Thank you that we don't need to react to other people with rudeness, we don't need to be self-seeking. Neither do we need to be easily angered. Thank you that instead we can express the fruit of your Spirit, that your love can be revealed through us to others. 
You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com. If you'd like a copy of My Dear Son used by Colin in today's program, please visit kingdomfaith.com forward slash resource centre.